right, this is uh, John Krasinski. I'm with Jay Vitovich, the head coach of the University of Pittsburgh men's soccer program. Uh, Jay, it's, uh, I've been out and about quite a bit this spring and summer, um, obviously following covering the Riverhounds and soccer in our area. And I, I, I've seen you a few times at Highmark Stadium, uh, I think after the game, talking to Coach Lilly. Uh, what are those conversations like? Well, I'm just uh, listening to the wisdom of uh, Coach Lilly, you know, and his staff, and uh, excited to see uh, the success he's brought to, to the uh, Riverhound since he's been here. So just uh, talking about players, uh, some of the players that I've known from my past experiences, or, as well as just what he sees in the game and, and what they're doing with everything there. So it's just exciting to talk to somebody about soccer. Yeah, and what, uh, what have your impressions been of of the team overall. I know you've had experience. You've coached with the uh, the Portland Timbers there for a little while, and uh, the two team. And um, just what what are your thoughts overall? On what he's been able to do at this level um, so quickly. Well, he's been able to put together a good roster, a good uh, locker room there. Uh, they have a they, and then they put out uh, intelligent messages to the team. They know what they want to do. They know what. The, what they're supposed to do for coach, how they're all on the same page, and uh, they know how to win. They know how to, to, to get through the, the season, and uh, just done a fantastic job. So I, I think the message coach is getting to the guys on a daily basis, and the, the quality of the roster he's put together has uh, been very effective. And you, you, you even mentioned, um, I think it was the first year you were here, you talked about the differences between coaching players, um, younger players, that haven't gone through the college system and players that have gone through the college system. Um, and, you know, Coach Lilly sort of juggles both of those type of uh, players in one roster. I mean, what are the challenges for those, some, of those, some of those players? I think um, the, the, the challenges, I'm not sure if I really understand the, the question, John. Um, you're asking. You, the, you had one point, you had said something to the effect of, you know, having coached players at 18, 19 years old who hadn't, maybe didn't have the structure of college, the, the maturity of some of the, didn't really match the maturity of some college players. Um, you know, it just, what's it like to coach? Well, I, th I think what, 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 you, what you look at uh, with Coach Lil is he's taking, you know, players who have had, you know, professional experience. Mm -hmm. And I think what he's done a great job is he has guys who uh, have helped him win, and some of those are, you know, very high quality players and then there are other players who are uh, just fulfill a role and a function for him on, on, on the pitch and he's been very fantastic at finding those players and who have experience and they know how to do the job that he's asked for them so that's that's what I see from the outside but that, that would be the big thing that I see but they're experienced pros and they they know you know how to how to play to win and I think that's the difference of you know I think you're looking at some of the teams in USL who have some, you know, there's some good players, but they're very inexperienced. And uh, when they come up against the Riverhounds, the experience, you know, shows. And, you know, you've been, you've had a lot of players that come through your programs, you know, when you're at Wake that have gone on to play at the pro level yourself. Um, you know, at when you, when you get a player that is 17, 18, 19 years old, what is, um, you're, you're still there as part of their developmental process. Um, you know, you know what do you what have you done that maybe have helped players along in their process developmentally? Well, I think one of the things happens is uh, 
that's really good about college soccer is it's it's really the first time that uh, kids have gone from like a developmental stage to uh, to a performance stage where they they have to win. And right now there's is tons of teams at the youth level who are playing and it's showcases and it's uh, uh, they just have to develop and you know when they come to college that now it's it matters you know if they win or lose coaches get fired players get left you know or get get dropped uh, so I think that's that's a big step for for them in the development process so I think painting out that picture and just trying to figure out what it is that keeps a player, you know, and allows a player to advance to the next level is just a big part of it. You hold them accountable for that, you paint the picture for them, and you, you hope to guide them, you know, that way. Uh, do you look for competitiveness? Is that a, is that a key? Obviously, every coach wants competitive players, but it's, it's, are you always looking for that type of player that's, that's really takes it to another level? For sure, and I think that's... Uh, you know, it's something that's, you know, we can all see, t you know, certain talents. You can see how a guy runs or his size or his strength. You can see his technique sometimes, but sometimes it's hard to find the, those intangibles. And I think that's something that uh, the, those talents, to find those are so, uh, so critical, um, you know, in, in players. And on that note, um, obviously you're in your third year here at Pitt. Um, maybe let's start with the recruiting uh, you know that you're in the ACC. Um, when you're looking for players, what are, and when you're trying to get players to come to Pitt, what is what's really what's your message? What are you, what are you trying to do to, to convince a, a, a player that's probably looking at a lot of good places? What's the message to get them to come here? Well, I think it's just the, the opportunity. I think the opportunity of one of uh, ACC is very attractive to any any player it's the best conference in America you know hands down uh, it's the best facilities best players best coaches in, in my opinion uh, you can't dispute the fact that there's more teams in the NCAA and more professional players coming out of the league than than any other league by by far so that's that's a big part second is we have a tremendous institution and then a little bit of a unique environment you know in Pitt it's uh, it's a top 30 in the in the world academically and it's also in a uh, urban environment with a lot of green space around it and a sports city it's a, it's, it's a it's a great place that's a little bit unique in in our in our league uh, also the opportunity I think that uh, you know for us it, you know we're, we're the one lone team that's not established it has not it has no level of success in in the league and so what we're trying to do is we're providing opportunities for certain players and we we explain to them pretty <laughs> frankly the, the challenge of you know trying to build a program from nothing uh, in the hardest you know best conference in America and that takes unique individuals you know so what we're really looking at is maybe not to sell people but to paint the picture of here's your chance to make history here's your chance to do something special at an institution in, in a tremendous league and a tremendous you know school so here's your challenge and we're hoping to find those right people. We've been pretty fortunate so far that we've, we've found some people who have really helped us move the program in the right directions. Yeah, and, and looking back at your first two years, you uh, obviously your first year was you still had a lot of holdovers from the past. Uh, you brought a lot of your own players in, but how are the you know the current the returning players how how are 
how instrumental are they in terms of helping with the transition to, to, to taking this program to the next level? Um, well, it's been key. I mean, you know, first off, I think we go back to, you know, historically, we go back to the first year and, and we really weren't able to bring any players in. That, that, was, that was brought in for us. But what we, what we did do is we just tried to change the culture, the way we did things. We tried to compete better. We tried to be more professional in the way we, the way we managed the game, the way we trained for games, we prepared. And uh, the kids were very willing and, 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 uh, and, and did their best. We obviously were very, very bad. But uh, people could see a little bit of a sign because it allowed us to attract some other players. And we were able to bring some players in right in at that next uh, January time period that once again helped us shape the culture uh, in terms of it was much, much more of a soccer. You know, people wanted to be here to try and go to the next level, wanted to help Pitt become a successful program in the, in the country. And they, they, they helped us improve the locker room. They helped us improve the way we trained and the way we did things. So. Very fortunate with with a couple of the players that came in from you know Javi Perez, uh, you know Bryce Cregan, uh, just two young men who just really helped us turn things around. Uh, just the way they did things, the way they operated, their their uh, passion for the game. So that that was uh, just very fortunate to find two young men like that, and then going into last fall, you know, to have uh, like Paul. Spain as well come on in and uh, you know Marconi those, those guys uh, they just really helped put a different level of talent than what we've had in the past and it just allowed us to play a better brand of soccer allowed us to compete better and just become more a well-rounded soccer program and towards the end obviously last year um, it felt like things were you were, you were able to get to that next level um, but down the stretch, it seemed like you ran into some issues, especially with depth when you lost some players. And I think you mentioned that towards the end of the season as well. Um, was that the mentality this offseason was to get a deeper roster and, and, and to, 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 to be able to sustain a long college season? Yes, I think one is to improve the, the quality of the roster. Um, I'm kind of we're. Uh, locked into what we have to do due to Title IX restrictions and stuff that you know Pitt has to has to face. So we we have a tough time trying to grow the roster, but we've tried to to with the boys who have left, we've tried to bring in players who we believe will be here for you know four years, uh, or hopefully if they leave it's because they're pursuing a professional contract, and uh, that they can that their soccer people will help us help us play, and that maybe even if it's at the bottom end. Uh, improve us in, in one way or another. And and as far as you know, going out there and recruiting players, you've you've scoped a lot of different players. You've got players, as you mentioned, from Spain. You've had uh, players that have come in from Florida, from all over. Um, is that really what you're doing? You're just you're just networking and just constantly, especially once the season ends. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 ongoing. I mean, my my roster is not set for this fall. So we, you know, we just lost a player, and we hope to be gaining two or three more. So we're still, we'll start working on it there. That's the state of our program, unfortunately. We're we're uh, we're a state of flux. We're still trying to add players and talent to our our, our, our team. Um, you know, I'm not sure when we'll ever we'll stabilize and we'll be able to be in a more of the driver's seat. But right now, we're just looking to keep adding players that, and, and people really that we think will, you know, hopefully make. Pit and uh, 
city of Pittsburgh proud of what we're trying to do. So coming in, that players that you know for sure um, that will be adding to the program. Um, I know we've seen we saw a couple of players that have played on a, on a very high level um, nationally. Um, a couple of younger players through the United States um, uh, soccer program. Uh, you know, men's or young men's national team U U seventeen players. Um, yeah. Maybe just talk a little bit about some of your recruits that you're you're pretty well set or know that are coming in. Well, we're, we're excited. We, like I said, we, we've got what we would just call soccer people. And as I said earlier, you know, they're, they're excited about the challenge of what they, what they can do at Pitt. So we've had, you know, like a young man, he joined us, fortunately, uh, as a 17-year-old uh, this last January was Chandler Vaughn from uh, DC United Academy program and played with the U-17 national team. Did not go to, to the uh, championships, but, you know, helped out in the, in the qualifiers. But... He, uh, it was fantastic having him during the spring. He's an he's a outside back, and uh, he made the transition. He just did a tremendous job this spring growing up and his orientation process. You know, he was he, he did a good job. So uh, we're excited about adding him. Uh, we have these. Uh, we you know we just have uh, Johan Panaranda, who just is with the NYCFC Youth Academy, and uh, he just won uh, the. the the uh, 19 championship there as a goalkeeper, he saved the PK in the uh, in the uh, final game to help win it. So he's got some tremendous experiences. He's uh, once again he's kind of the type of guy we're looking for. He's a guy with a little bit of chip on his shoulder. He never got called into the U17 national team, but he certainly ended up being the, the top goalkeeper in the U18 national team. So he's uh, he's a fighter. He's uh, he's hopefully his best games are in front of him. Uh, we're excited about him, his leadership. He's, he's got a good future in front of him. Nick Sessock from the Philadelphia Union, another one who comes from a team that was playing in the you know final games uh, throughout to win the championship. Uh, uh, just another good player, a guy who uh, fits into the challenge here. He's, he's certainly young, but uh, we feel confident that he can help us out as an attacking wing back as well. Um, a real good passion for the game. Look at uh, once again, as you said, down in Florida, we had success at the Mount Verde Academy, where we have uh, uh, Kiza did a good job, and Marik last year, and we have another boy who did not play last year due to injury, but uh, Fiore, uh, who we think will be a good, really good addition. We got to see him play this spring, and uh, uh, did a great job as a, as a holding mid, you know, like an eight in the mid center midfielder, and he's covered a lot of ground. He has a lot of potential. We can't wait to work with him a lot. Uh, but down there, once again, we brought in two young men, uh, Facundo Costini, who's uh, uh, an Argentinian living in Brazil. There's not many of those, but uh, yeah, he's uh, but a defender, and he's, he's from Mount Verde, and uh, he's a, we think he's got a good future. He sees the game, he plays the game, he has a good feel for it, uh, technically clean. He just, he's, I think with all these guys, they're freshmen, they're, they're not ready for the, the level of the ACC yet, and he'll be how quickly do they get ready? But Facundo and then his teammate, uh, a true Brazilian, uh, Rodrigo uh, de Almeida, uh, who's like a, a classic attacking you know, Brazilian. So he's got some flair, he's got good feel, he's lefty, can create a lot of goals and get out of tight spaces. So uh, he'll add a different dimension to our attack. But once again, you know, last year we had three freshmen you know, starting an attack and we paid the price for that at times, an experience. But 
but we believe he can do the same thing as those guys. He can help take us to another level. So with Rodrigo there and Jackson Walty also from Mount Verde, who's uh, another like holding midfielder, and he's got he's got a good game on in him. And see once again the challenges, how quickly can he adapt to the ACC? But uh, he's got a good feel for the game, good workhorse, good leadership qualities, uh, tremendous work rate. He's he's got that competitive edge that you were talking about. Um, I think that's, uh, I'm sure I'm missing somebody. Um, uh, and, and I just one here from the Riverhounds. We've got a young man who's going to walk in. Anthony Harding is uh, is joining us uh, as a late addition to, the, as I said, we've been working on a roster all the time. He's going to join us in and uh, left back and uh, look forward to working with him. And hopefully uh, he can have the success that he wants to have here and, and uh, bring a little local flair. That would be nice to have uh, yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're, I did see that a few weeks ago, and um, you know, obviously, all of these players—it's just—it'll fuel competition. It's probably fueling competition as we speak. Um, so I'm sure they're all working pretty hard in the off season, but but as you get into camp and into preparations for the season, I mean, this—that competition is is what will will help. Um, oh, it's what what a difference will be, you know. Last year in, in training, we had to have managers and coaches, and I think we got a stray dog or two to, to train with us. But uh, this year it should be a lot better. So, yeah. you know, and the other young man will add, as you're talking about depth, is uh, we have Alec Townsend coming in from DC United as well, and he's another attacking player. So, once again, if, if everything works out, we pretty much have two players for each position, which is for us is big. Mm -hmm. There is that competition built in, and uh, I think that will make some people really work for the position, and I think the whole overall quality should help the, the training sessions. Everything should move, move along a little bit quicker than it has in the last two years. Yeah, last year it seemed like, like you said, the team seemed like it took a step up in terms of talent from what we saw in the field, and uh, I think fans took notice. I, there was a lot of people that were coming flocking to games towards the end of the season. I think a lot of people appreciated the 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 level the type of play that your, your teams put out and and you know you mentioned the number of players that have creative abilities on the ball and in tight spaces and um, are have you know you have obviously maybe just kind of lay out obviously you don't have to give away your tactics but just kind of what you're looking for what a pit men's soccer program what, what you want this program to be in terms of really identity and what, what you what you want your team to be all about once again, I, I, I would like to have a program that you know would make the city of Pittsburgh and the university proud. Mm -hmm. And I think if you go to the DNA of this of this uh, city, is it's a, it's a uh, it's a tremendous uh, work ethic and uh, and a drive to win. You look at the, the, the sports teams, the, the uh, you know, professional teams here. They're the way they go about it is. A, family business and uh, excellence and uh, the way they compete for championships, we, we'd like to do the same thing. And that does take character, it takes a, you know, a, uh, uh, that'll be a strong part of it, the work ethic that we know that we're willing to, to fight for every inch that we can get on a, on a pitch. Um, and we also like to play away, you know, I think, so we hope that that will attract, you know, people around here who just like appreciate winning. And we're hoping to win that much that you know people want to come and follow that. And then I think that there's some true you know soccer people who love the game to be played certain ways in an attractive way. 
and I think we play, you know, we're, we're attempting to play in a more sophisticated way than most in the, in the college game. So, uh, uh, you know, to capture the imagination of the, of the local soccer group to help develop that, you know, that level here. You know, I know that that's uh, some, that's another thing that, you know, I'm talking with Coach Lilia Pulisic is uh, how much we'd love to uh, help grow the game in this area. Mm -hmm. So, um, tactically, we'll have to see what personnel works on out that, you know, our, our, our game model will adjust according to our talent. But we'd like to think of ourselves as a, as a, as a, as a you know, well-rounded team, a balanced team that likes to press and win the ball and can defend in the you know, high spaces as well as in deep. And uh, while we value the ball and stuff, we'd like to be a team more that would can potentially damage teams by getting at them quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's pretty much the way we're looking at things, you know, the mental qualities and, uh, and the, the base for what we're trying to do. Excellent. It sounds like you, you, you're the intent of growing the game here. You've been here for, you know, this is your third season. You're heading into your third season. I mean, what, what are your, your thoughts on this area in terms of potential for growth of this game? Well, I kind of have an um, interesting look at it because when, my first year when I was coming in, I was just coming out of the pros, and it noticed that there was a there's at least four young men from this area who are in the MLS uh, combine that year. So I was very excited about that. So there's been players out there. My, my one assistant is from here and is uh, won a national Rich. championship and played, yeah, Rich Costanza. Yeah. You know, he did a, did a great job. You can see the competitiveness and the work rate that he had and his drive and leadership. And so you see that around here and, you know, with the youth players, you know, whether it's doing camp, whether it's, you know, Watching games, my, my daughter plays here. Uh, to, to go on out and see the youth level, there's a, there's a lot of soccer being played. Um, but I think there's a lot of a lot of room for growth in terms of the quality and how we're teaching them, how we're how we're growing the, the game here, and, and and that's part of it is they, they need to be able to see teams that play, and it's it's great to see the Riverhounds winning and playing, uh, you know quality football and then same thing with us if we can give you know be role models for the, the youth around here and give them direction that'd be tremendous but I think there's great growth I know a lot of the clubs are working very hard a lot of them are you know, former Pitt alums and uh, or associated with the, the Riverhounds as well and that uh, I think we're all on the same mission is can can we really grow the game here there's, there's a lot of people playing the game yeah and obviously he didn't play for you but Dan Lynn's uh, success you know and Kind of attaching that to the pit program, mm -hmm. um, it, it's it can only help, right? Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic um, with with Dan. When we first came in, I knew him a little bit from when uh, I was still at Wake, but uh, he he was the man for for Pitt and kept you know kept the team in games for and made it so they were you know solid. So a big part of it, he came back that first year, he, he met with uh, and trained with us for a little bit and, and as he was preparing to go to Rochester and he got a, he got a stint in, in MLS as well for a couple of weeks. So uh, it was tremendous having him here at that time and then to come back this last year after winning the championship in, in Rochester and he spent uh, several weeks with us in training and to have him around in the locker room and, uh, and just being with the guys and that the guys could look and say, well, he was in, I was in that spot, you know, just a couple of years ago, and he's made it, he's making it, he's playing, uh, 
it's it's a big part of it. So we're we're really happy to see his success and follow all his clean sheets he's got. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, uh, you know, so we're a big fan of his. And finally, uh, since it's weekend at a World Cup final, I figured I'd I'd ask. Um, obviously, uh, Croatia has made the final um, as well, uh, taking on a just a really good young, exciting French French team. So. What are your thoughts on the final, and, and, and who do you like? Well, I mean, one is on Croatian, so uh, <laughs> that probably gives away some of it. But uh, it, it's, it's been great watching them as a dark horse, and you always have a fondness for them, you know, just from that background. I think it's, uh, you know, it's that underdog. When you look at, what is it, they got, you know, their, their country has probably about the same amount of people in it as uh, Pittsburgh. So mm -hmm. it's uh, to think that they're competing in the World Cup one thing that they have players who play in England and Spain and compete for you know Champions League that's that's always exciting for them. so in my heart or in the background you always look at that and I follow that you know those players um, so very proud of what they've done like you said France what talent but uh, I don't think even though they've played an extra game or so due to their overtimes I and the motion and stress that they've had in, in the uh, in their uh, last three matches, I'm not sure you can count them out. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure you can count them out. There's there's quality there, and there's a certain uh, Balkan mentality that they're they're ready for any fight. And, and I'm sure if it comes down to toughness, it, it'll be very difficult to beat them. Yeah, we don't have a shortage of Croatian coaches in Pittsburgh area. Obviously, with Mark Pulisic and yourself and Niko Kajic. Um, yeah. Just uh, you guys are taking guys all, over, huh? Uh, what's that? Taking over. <laughs> You're taking over. That's uh, and um, so no, I, I just wanted to thank you for uh, taking the time out to talk a little bit about um, the pit program um, and and soccer in Pittsburgh, and um, we'll be looking forward to watching this pit team develop into this season. It's, it's from our perspective, um, those of us that follow soccer in Pittsburgh, and that you know follow our site stuff I think a lot of people are really excited about what where things are going so well John pleasure to speak with you about the program we're excited about it too we know there's a lot of uh, difficult times still in front of us but we know that down the road it's uh, there's there's a bright future good thanks Jay appreciate it thank you John all right all the best